Okay, welcome, friend and foe alike. It is me, your host, the Scallywag, with my co-host, Big Kenny. We're going to yeah. be... Go ahead, Kenny. We're going to be talking some shit to you today. We're going to snatch them right out of the fucking headlines and throw them across your palate so you can taste the shit right in them. Okay? (laughs) We're going to enlighten you, make you a smarter individual, and if you don't agree to that, you can call me a dumb fucker. So it doesn't make a difference as long as you listen and learn a little because it's better to learn a little than be sitting in the darkness and ignorance. Right, Kenny? (laughs) Yep. Let's get to the first question. What you think? Your boy Billy Gates up there selling avocados, I heard. Yeah. Well, uh, me and Kenny... We had a we we had a test run last week, and we were talking about this uh, this uh, uh, outside coating that Bill Gates had developed about uh, you know to cover the avocados to make it last twice as long. Uh, you know, it's put it on fruits and stuff. They had it on zucchinis and shit, uh, 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 cucumbers and shit like that. Well, you know. I tend not to talk about shit I don't know about, you know, but uh, I do know about some avocados because I just purchased some recently from Costco. And I'm going to tell you about these fucking avocados. I cut into them. You know, you cut around my, my, uh, the way I uh, dissect an avocado is I take it and cut it around and then I twist it real nice and then i've got the the big uh seed in the middle and i take a knife and i hit the seed in the center of the seed and i twist it and i throw that fucker in the trash okay well that's what happened well that's the way shit's supposed to work kenny but guess what the shit didn't work like that that shit was fucked up you know well Well, i'm gonna tell you there kenny the fucking whole avocado comes out with all the all the meat on it. I mean, when I hit the seed, the seed pulls out, and all the avocado there. And I've got to take a fucking spoon, Kenny, and sh- get all the meat off of there. It gave me twice as much fucking work, and the shit was half. Uh, you know, <laughs> they may have it may have lasted a long time, and maybe that was their. They got to uh, bring it from farther distances, but it wasn't riper, and it had a lot more, what I would say, uh, bad meat on it, you know, because hey, I've been, hey, I've been cutting avocados all my life. You know, we had an avocado tree right in front, in the front yard of my house, right there, Kenny? You yeah. remember? Fucking avocado tree must have been 100 years old. Always had perfect fucking avocados. In fact... I'm a little sad, Kenny. You know why I'm sad? Because I took that fucking tree for granted. That tree produced fucking avocados until from from 1970-something until the time we got rid of that house in 2008. So that's yep. a fucking long time for that fucking avocado. Perfect fucking avocados. You I remember. Too. What, what was that tree that was in the backyard? Oh. Uh, Persimmon tree? It was a lemon tree, huh? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't remember yeah. that one. It might have been after I left, but uh, I know we had a a, a persimmon tree. Uh, uh, oh no, what is the one with the little red fruit in the side? Uh, what is the fuck is that? But that was on the side of the yard. Okay. Anyway, people don't want to hear that shit. But what I'm trying to say here yeah. is about this fucking avocado. Those avocados, every one of them worked that way. There, Kenny. You know, they fell on the ground. You cut them and slapped that center seed with a knife and twisted it once. You pulled it out. You got the meat of the avocado. You cut yeah. it up in force and ate them in slices. That was the way it worked. Now... For the first time in my whole fucking life, and I'm like, I'm over 60 years old, so I'm going to tell you, I've had a long fucking life. So there you go. That's the first time in my fucking life these things are not working the way they're supposed to. You got to skin the fucking meat off of the seed. Now, why is this sticking to the seed? I don't know, but it could be because of Bill Gates bullshit. Now. You know, if you're going to make something better, make it better. But if it makes me have to work an extra 10 minutes to skin the avocado after I've already cut the fucker nice, and they've been working that way nice for 50 years, I've been cutting avocados, love them. But now these fucking avocados come out and they just uh, gut out to, from the from the shell and, and you got you got to skin the meat off the seed. Now that's but what I want to ask, Dallas. How yeah. did it taste? Uh, well, as I told you, the outers, the, you know, it was. You could see that it had some kind of uh, that it had. You, you ever seen an avocado that you know, when it gets ripe, it had turns a little brownish. Uh, well, yeah. a dark green. Well, uh-huh. the old outside of the avocado was a dark green because. It was apparently it lost the the, uh, the connection to the outer shell. Okay, so when you came off, I mean the meat was still halfway decent. It didn't taste as good as a regular avocado. To on my own, uh, being an avocado connoisseur, you know, I I thought it would didn't take, you know, but I was throwing into the salad anyway. It was going to get uh, diluted with the rest of the, uh, you know. The, the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Epicurean delight that I was preparing. But anyway, but that was, that's what I'm trying to say. And it, it was all the rage. I saw CNN, MSNBC, and all of them were talking about, hey, Bill Gates invented it. And apparently, this new, uh, 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 coating that he puts on there is made out of vegetables and it kind of has the consistency of plastic and they spray it on the outside and it keeps the fruit from oxidizing and it holds the moisture into the fruit. Uh, but, uh, like I said, the avocado that I had, uh, was not, uh-huh. I've had a couple of bad ones from that. In fact, I found out that, uh, the wifey threw them away, threw a few away. So, <laughs> because they were, <laughs> she cut into them and said, Hey, yeah, these avocados, uh, ain't worth a shit. So anyway, <laughs> how much was it? The avocados. Well, they, yeah. were, they were reasonable. They was like $6 for eight for, uh, for six. So it was like a dollar, dollar piece. So, you know, that's the going rate. Sometimes you get lucky 
and you walk in there and they're like three ninety eight. So and they're ripe avocados. So anyway, but we beat that fucking horse, that avocado horse to death. But uh, I've had some. Uh, check this out. I bought some uh, cucumbers too, and those motherfuckers. I went to Costco, and I don't know if they're spread, but they're in like a plastic. There's three of them in there, big old long ones. Got got about the size of a horse dick. Know what I'm saying? So these long ones, they're about almost two feet long. So and a a, a cucumber? Yeah, yeah, about two feet long. That shit ain't real. Uh, yeah, no, it's a big long. Well, go look, go look when you go to Costco. They're they're in a plastic. Fucking cop. maybe they're a foot and a half. Okay, two foot, foot and a half. Yeah, big ass fucking thing. Anyway, when I send you a picture of that stuff, I'll send you a picture one. You don't try to call me a liar, buddy. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Have I ever lied to you, Kenny? No, but I'm just saying that's just letting you know that shit is. Fucking chemical born ass. <laughs> well, well, they've been good, man. I've I've been using them, and I buy them from Sam Club or Costco, and they're the same. I guess they sell it to the same thing. But recently, so you like it? I do like them. I mean, nothing like a fresh cucumber in your salad. And I love salad. So anyway, I cut them up, and uh, but lately the fucking cucumber uh, was uh, I had to throw away two of them. Because you could push your finger through them. And they had that plastic wrap on them. Because I'm thinking that they're trying to do the same thing. Keep them from oxidizing oxidizing, and keeping the water in there. But for some reason, I went to Costco and I was checking out. Only thing I bought was cucumbers. Just three fucking cucumbers. Got in the line, got up there, and I pushed my finger in. And my finger went almost went through the fucking cucumbers. So I went back <laughs> and found the cucumber. And this... I had to go through six fucking cucumbers to find one that didn't have the soft spot to it. So I'm thinking maybe they spraying that shit on that too. And it might have, and, uh, and they're putting them in a plastic bag. So it might be, uh, a problem putting them in plastic bags when you do that. But Mm. I found that I, I got the cucumber home and it was, uh, like, you know, it wasn't as fresh as the other cucumbers. It was kind of like a green cucumber. Uh, you know, it was, was just on the edge of being just getting to be right. You know, crunchy, which is all right. Yeah. I don't mind them being crunchy, a little bit crunchy. But uh, I don't want them to be like, um, you know, like an apple in consistency. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they should mm-hmm. be more a little soft crunchy. No, anyway. That's my uh, dissertation on cucumbers. Okay, now, next fucking thing we're going to talk about is this UAW strike. What do you think about this shit there? That's your boy, um, Elon Musk? No, 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 no. This is the strike against the big three auto manufacturers. Oh, man, it's American history, dude. Yeah. It's over with. Uh, Too much greed. What? Everybody. Oh, so you. So what you're trying to say is the the uh, auto workers are the greedy motherfuckers here? No. No. Okay. Well, who's the greedy motherfucker? Motherfuckers who who own the company. Okay. Well, you know who that is. Those fucking uh, uh, CEOs that getting like twenty, thirty million dollars. Now, check this out, Kenny. You know, interesting mm-hmm. statistics. Long time ago, when they 
auto companies were new, they used to have like the worker would make a certain amount and the, the, um, the CEOs would make like 30, 40% more, you know, I'm not 40, uh, 30 times more. So if you had a guy making $5 a week, you know, multiply that down 30, 30 times, you'd have the amount of pay that a CEO. Now these motherfuckers are getting 300 times what these guys are paying, getting paid. Now, do you think that's fair? Uh, no. Yeah. When you think about that, you got to ask yourself the simple question. What are these motherfuckers doing that they deserve that much money? Nothing. They don't even tell people to do. They sit up there. They become the head of the company and they may tell, make some decisions about a car or something like that. But the day to day run running is, is, underlings under them but they're getting the pay see because they're the economic royalists that i always talk about these motherfuckers think hey well you know i'm running this country this company and uh, i should get paid this amount of money well let's talk about what your value is you know would that company lose substantial money if that motherfucker wasn't there because they change CEOs all the fucking time. Now, do you think it? I I I would venture to say there, Kenny, that you could took take some motherfucker that's been sitting on the line in Detroit for like thirty years, and that motherfucker could run the company. He could probably figure it out better than the fucking CEOs out there. And I would challenge them to understand. Uh, to put one of those people in there. Put that motherfucker in charge. Give him a mm-hmm. month. And I bet you he could figure out shit and do the same stuff as that. Because we, you know, in our in America, we we have this uh, this hero worship shit. You know? That mm-hmm. uh, people, uh, because they went to Harvard and all this other stuff, they think, oh, these motherfuckers are so smart. They did this. They did this. And they've been, they have, they've been running, you know, they've been sitting around all these people, these captains of industries and stuff like that. You know, what I found, and I've met some millionaires in my day, had some friends that are millionaires. None of them don't impress me of being extremely smart motherfuckers. You know? Mm-hmm. What I think it is is more luck than smarts. Yeah, you falling into shit. Now, hey, I may be wrong. You know, there's some people that's fucking, you know, uh, amazingly. But what I find is most people who like Henry Ford, everybody thinks Henry Ford, this great fucking guy. You know, he was anti-Semitic fucker. He he lived. He he was one of these people who uh, you you know they say uh, one of the things they said great about him was he started giving his workers a living wage, okay? But you know what the caveat of that shit was? What was it, Joe? He had to go into your house and see that you were happily married, that you were a Christian man, you were doing all this shit. Now, what motherfucker has the right to come in your house on your off time and look in your life, and that's going to be a primer of your pay? How in the fuck does that have anything to do with your pay? 
Mm-hmm. Does that make you a better employee? I would venture to say you probably have some guy like Otis the Drunk can walk in there and get on that assembly line and work harder than any other motherfucker in there. Don't matter what their religious beliefs are or whatever. But I would venture to say that there's somebody out there can outwork the most religious person in there, and he's probably the most uh, sinful individual there is. So why does that have anything with you having a living wage and pay? Okay. So, Mm -hmm. so Henry Ford wasn't that great of a man. He only figured out basic economics. He said, well, shit, I'm making these cars for the common man and these motherfuckers can't afford it. If I don't pay them a living wage, you know, it's like me and you, we can't afford a Bentley. Now, maybe you can, Kenny, but I can't. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so they don't make a lot of them. They make a little bit of them. But if Bentley was making them for the common man, he would have to uh, price them like a Ford Festiva, you know? So, yeah. but uh, you have to know how these, uh, how people get their money. Now, I want to talk about labor. I'm, I'm a union man, I was in the union. Uh, all my life, firefighters union. So I'm a union man. Didn't like my union. I thought they were kind of wasn't great. You know, they had all a little bit of the corruption that all union had. But I'll tell you one thing. When your shit was in the ringer, it was good to have a union because your employer would fuck you like a house cat, Kenny. I mean, They would fuck you so hard because the union becomes the institutional knowledge that you need to come when you're fighting against an organization that has lawyers. They know all the fucking rules back and forth. You don't know jack shit. You know, they hand you a manual. You read it once. What the fuck? Did you commit it to memory? Are you a lawyer? Are you a Clarence Dow? Daryl, no, you're not. You're just a a normal individual that wants to get a suck his beer down, go home, watch some football, and uh, just have some place to stay, right? So the union becomes your institutional memory. It knows the rules because it's sitting there representing the employees. It knows that when you get time and a half, when you're supposed to get it, when you're supposed to get paid, what your pension is supposed to be, it makes the rules. It beca- it brings a democracy to the workplace, so you're not going to get fucked over. Now, let's talk about, uh, they say the union is unreasonable because these guys want 40%. But, hey. They want 40% wage increase. But let's go back to 2008 when these motherfuckers took pay cuts. You know, when the automobile industry was going down the tubes and the government lent them all money except for Ford. We're going to make give Fords their props. They didn't take no money, but GM and all these other motherfuckers are going to go out of business, you know. Because they made bad decisions. But, and you know, here's what I, I, I love this. I was watching some fucking uh, one of those uh, the business shows. And it was uh-huh. all these CEO types. And they were talking about the government can't tell CEOs. Because right after they gave them that money, they jacked up to pay for the, the CEOs. Yeah. 
Well, why would you pay some motherfucker that almost took your business away, give him a bonus? Now, every motherfucker that was in charge of that should have been looking for a job. So, okay, you motherfuckers go work back on the line for a little while until you get to understand how valuable it is to have a job. Okay? But they didn't do that. They gave these motherfuckers bonuses. What are you giving somebody a bonus? What in in your line of work and where you live? Uh, what do you think you get a bonus for? Somebody gives you a tip because you did a good job, right? Yep. If you was sitting in there farting in the car and gave them warm water and some rotten apples in the back seat, and they gave you a tip, <laughs> what the fuck would you think? Huh? But that's the, that's the same way as these fuckers doing uh, to these CEOs. So they got all they got all bonuses and shit. And then, uh, like I said, they were on the news saying, "Well, the government shouldn't tell us how to run the business." But hey, the government's now your partner. They bailed your ass out. You yeah. were, and you know the reason why they bailed those fuckers out. It wasn't because they love them. It was because we need auto manufacturers. They need people need to work. But you know what? We're a warring society. And if the and if you lose Detroit, if you lose those automobile manufacturing, can you turn those fuckers into tanks anymore? No. You can't make shit. Okay? So <laughs> you were that's self preservation. We had to save those motherfuckers. Do you get that, Kenny? So we yep. had to save the motherfuckers, but do they appreciate? And we saved them and told them, so, okay, we're going to own stock in your company, but we're going to be a silent partner. We won't tell you what to do. Now, you have some motherfuckers who just almost went bankrupt, and you're going to give them a whole bunch of cash, and you're going to tell them, well, I ain't going to tell you how to run your business. <laughs> what the fuck? What bank would do that? Hmm. Huh? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> what bank would do that kind of shit? Only the Bank of America, our bank, the United States of America, would do some shit like that. And they all paid it back. Yeah, we'll give it to them. But then, see, all of the people, all of those automobile workers, took concessions in order to save the company. They all took less money. They all got less raises. Now these motherfuckers are making big money, and they tell them, oh, well, the only thing I can give you, I can give you 6%, and one of them says, hey, I'll give you 20%. So do they deserve money? Well, of course they do. Yep. You know? They deserve to get a wage. And if they say 40%, okay, but then you're not considering the concessions they made and also, if you go by the amount of money they made before the fucking con- companies uh, circled the drain, then you'll see that the fuckers are behind. You know, inflation goes up every year. In the last couple of years, it's been going up like 2 3 4 5%. Okay? 
Are you mm-hmm. are those and workers getting two, three, four, five percent raises? They're not. Yeah. Okay, so they're going behind. They're getting a pay cut every year. So when they come up to you and say, "Hey, can we have forty percent?" and you say, well, "Fuck you." I ain't giving you nothing. And then they say, well, they don't want them because they're going to have these electric cars. They don't want them to uh, unionize the, uh, the battery plants. Well, why not? That's <laughs> these people are working in a battery plant. What's their, what's the difference between them and the engine plant? Nothing, you know, except they're dealing with electronics instead of a, a, a big old hunk of metal. But anyway, that's what I'm saying. I'm all for. Want, go ahead. I want to, Gally, yeah. Why do you think these people are so greedy, bro? Yeah, because hey, because I think what we have, and you know, you can think I'm crazy, but I'm going to break it to you. What I think, United States government and the people in you, we 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 are. Um, we have a disease, I think it is, of, of uh, idolizing wealth, thinking that wealth is the end-all, be-all, thinking that a person who's wealthy uh, is, the, is this master manipulator, you know? So that's, that's, that's part of it. But one of the things, what have we, you know, if you ever, have you ever watched uh, commercials on television? I want you to think about this. And everybody out there, I want you to think about this. Commercials on television. Look at what it says for your small business. It says, we care about your business. The small business owner. Everybody's a small business owner. All they care about is business. What about regular people who go to a job? They don't have a business. They're just working. They're just going out there to work. But every commercial you talk about, you're a small business. We're, we're 100% behind you. Zit Citibank. We're going to do this. Oh, we're going to do that. We're going to, we're going to give you money. We're going to make sure that your business, we're going to do this. We're, uh, you know, we're going to manage your, uh, your payroll. We're going to give you, uh, we're going to manage your, uh, your uh, your uh, employee uh, discipline, all this stuff they do, you know, it's all thinking that business is everything. And I'm like George Corlin. You remember what George Corlin said about a businessman? What did he say? <laughs> he said, he said, guy comes up to me and he said, and this is a paraphrase because I don't remember the uh, precise wording, but he said, come, guy comes up to me and tells me he's a businessman. What the fuck does I mean? What the fuck does that mean to me that he's a businessman? He says, all that means is he's a guy that'll fuck you every which way. He says, you ever been fucked by a guy? And he says, it's just business. Huh? Uh, Have you ever heard that statement? Hey, man, yeah. don't take it personal. <laughs> It's just business. Like business gives you a right to fuck somebody out of something. You know, you don't have to be a decent individual because it's just business. You can't, you can't be, yeah, you can't be decent to another individual because it's just business. He said, I'm a good businessman. So what should I, let's, uh, let's take that statement down. 
and understand what it means. I'm a good businessman because I fucked up. I fuck people for a living. I fuck over you. It's kind of like a used car salesman. Everybody expect a fucking car salesman to be a crooked motherfucker, right? Yeah. Okay. They know it. We know it. Everybody knows. You find an honest car salesman, you say, what? What the fuck? I've never, I've met two of them my whole life. I met two honest car salesmen. The rest of them, oh, I said, this is, I took a friend of mine. This, this is a side story. You got to hear this. I took a friend of mine down to get a car. They said, oh, uh, Scally, take me down to the car dealer. And, uh, cause I'm afraid of them. I said, okay, I'll go there with you. I got some negotiation skill. So I go in there and I said, well, What's going to be the interest rate on this car? <laughs> and they got good credit because I've already checked all that shit. I know they got a, they don't have great credit. They got about 680. That's all right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I said, or 680 or 700 right up in there. That's almost normal. Okay. So they go in there and um, they get uh, this car salesman come in. And he says, yeah, he says, I'll get you this car, says, and such. And then he comes in, and he says, 18% interest. And I said, 18% interest? I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Everybody up and down the streets got 2% interest on their cars. What if I, you know what he told me? Come on, Kenny. What? Guess. Come on, Kenny, guess. What did he tell me? He said that you had bad credit. No, he didn't even. He said, I had to try. I had to try to fuck you. I couldn't be honest. I had to try. So it was an imperative for him. He had to try. And then I drove, I was driving away and he's calling me on the fucking phone. He said, hey, I'll give it to you for, I said, Hey, you shot your wad, babe. <laughs> I said, Why would I fucking trust you with anything? I said, You're done, brother. You're done. I said, You tried to fuck me. And you know what he said? What did he say, Kenny? Come on. What did he say? It's just business. <laughs> you motherfucker. It's just business. He ain't going to be doing no business. Oh, no. He'll find another sucker that goes in there, but he didn't find this one. But that's what I'm trying to say. But in a. That's I, I went on a, a side jump, but what I'm trying to say is that that's what's wrong with America, where, where uh, you know, they don't understand the, uh, uh, what I would say, the importance of enough, having enough. Yeah. Okay. If you have enough, see, people want, you know, I see all these people, that, they're grasping, they want to be a millionaire. Oh, if I was a millionaire, I'd be happy. Okay, I want I want to uh, direct you. There's a whole bunch of horrible stories of motherfuckers who won the lottery. They they have horrible luck. You know, if your head ain't right and they give you money, it doesn't change you. It doesn't make you any better. See, people evolve because they become caring people. Okay, 
You don't evolve. It doesn't make you better because you got money. Money doesn't make you better. You can be rich and be an asshole and be poor and be a saint. You know, money doesn't make who you are. But in our society, that is the caveat. Oh, if I'm rich, you know, and it, it, that goes, there's the, uh, that goes, and I'm going to get in, I'm just going to mention this and we'll discuss this in another podcast, but there's a thing called, you ever heard of the Calvinist religion? No. Okay. Well, one of them, the Calvinist religion believes that, uh, most people are, uh, evil, and it, how would you figure out which people are not evil on this earth? How would you figure it out, Kenny? How would you think they would figure it out? Uh, the way they treat people. No, it's not how you treat your fellow man. That would probably be common sense. But they say the people who have wealth because God has blessed them. You see? Mm-hmm. Huh? Do you see there's an undertow of how our country work in that Calvinist? Because we believe if you got wealth, that must be God's bless you. No. Yeah. God, maybe he be cursing you. Huh? <laughs> you you ever wake up, you ever think about, you know, that a person that has millions of dollars never really knows if someone loves them for who they are, they never know if he really has a friend. Don't you think that's a curse? Yep, because you don't know who the hell is real. Enough. You'll never know because that money has now created like this uh, this magnet that draws people to you. You know? Yeah. So, anyway, now that goes to my next fucking person which is going to be this motherfucker, Elon <laughs> Musk. Okay. Hold on, Kelly. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. This motherfucker, did you hear what he did in Ukraine? Yeah. This motherfucker sits here, private citizen, giving those people support, this uh, Starlink satellite, and then whips out his fucking laptop while they're going to make a critical attack on Russia, this motherfucker comes out and says, oh, okay, I'm going to shut this Starlink down so they can't they can't uh, use it for the, the GPS and the electronics. I'm going to shut it down because I don't want the Russians to be mad at me. Hmm. Now, this traitorous motherfucker, do you know where most of his money came from? Do you think this motherfucker is some kind of super brain motherfucker? You know how he got money to make Tesla? America government grant. That's right. Hey, Kenny, you got got it. This motherfucker (laughs) has a government grant. And you know what? Later on, years later, you know what he says? He said, well, we shouldn't be doing that anymore helping small businesses become big businesses anymore because he got his, he's a draw. He's what I call a draw bitch motherfucker. Once he gets in the castle, he pulls up the drawbridge and say, fuck everybody else. But 
I started digging in this motherfucker. Let me tell you, you know, you know where him, you know, he came from South Africa, right? Yeah. Uh, you know where his father came from? Uh-uh. His father came from Canada. What? Yeah. He came from Canada. And he was some kind of techno cult fucker. I, I don't, I haven't delved that deep into it, but he went to South Africa during the apartheid so they can uh whiten up the society so he's a fucking supporter of apartheid he goes there because they get they're giving out the uh, free land taking all the africans land and giving it to these white people that come from canada and that's how elon musk comes then he comes here and he starts tesla then he starts SpaceX, and I, I would suggest anybody to go look but at. He PayPal first, right? He what? What was that? He started PayPal first. Oh, that's right. He had PayPal. That's right. He was uh, uh he got into PayPal business because I guess he's a programmer of some degree. So he got into PayPal. And uh, then he sold PayPal for a billion dollars, billions of dollars, and then. Um, then he started, uh, I guess, a SpaceX or a Tesla. I don't know the the anthology of each one, but each one he had his fucking hand out. He's a billionaire, or millionaire, but his fucking companies was failing. You know, he should be he should be. Uh, uh, every time you see him, he should see all hail Barack Obama because he's the one that gave him the grants to make Tesla. You know, and then I saw a 60 minutes thing about SpaceX and he was getting government grants to create this rockets, rockets to go into space. Now he's selling all of the, uh, I mean, he's, uh, you, the U S government is using him to send payloads into space. Now here's the thing. Remember what I told you about, we were talking last week about, you guys didn't hear, but me and Kenny was talking about. It. We were talking about uh, socialism. Now, here to me is at the degree of uh, this guy's uh, fucking hubris should be the first victim of any kind of socialism. If they ever take away a business and take it over, it should be the federal government taking fucking Tesla and SpaceX and everything this motherfucker owns because he's been given the gift of America. He comes to America. He makes money here. And then he has the audacity to work against the interests of the country that has adopted him. What do you think of that, Kenny? Like you said, he a fucking traitor. <laughs> he is fucking i can't believe that shit i just can't believe it but hey you know people love his cars you know i won't buy a car from him because first of all uh i hear the fit and finish of them are pretty bad you know they don't fit like uh they ain't no uh lexus <laughs> you know they don't fit like a lexus and they don't run mm-hmm. like a lexus you know, there's a lot of people with them and, and most of that. And, you know, here's another thing. 
what do you think is driving the sales of his cars? Tax credits from the government. But he's the first one to say, oh, no, we need to stop doing that. We don't need to be giving nobody else no tax credit because he's getting them. He he don't want no He don't want no competition, and he wants to pull that drawbridge up, you know? Yeah. See, he thinks everything he did was by himself. He don't see the sail, says U.S., pushing his boat down the river. (laughs) You know, he don't see that. But, see, that's what I'm saying is that somebody like that comes to this country, and does he? do you think he has any loyalty to the United States? Hell no. No, he don't. Man, everybody that come here from another country get better benefits than the people that was here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. They don't, hey, they, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Martin Luther King said that, uh, you know, when they freed the slaves and they said, uh, he said, uh, and then they turned around and tell the uh, the slaves to pull, them up, pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. And he said, it is a pathetic joke that to tell a man without any boots to pull himself up by his bootstrap. He said, but mm-hmm. the other thing is that they freed the slaves and didn't give them anything. They didn't, didn't give them any farm to land. I mean, the farm to, uh, to, uh, eat with nothing, to, uh, all they wanted to be slavery by another name, you know, they wanted you yeah. to continue to work, but <laughs> you know, you wasn't enslaved. So that means the master didn't have to take care of you anymore, but they could pay you, uh, pennies on the dollar. I digress, but, uh, what were they doing to the white Europeans when they came over here? Giving them gifts. Oh, they're giving them land. They set up the farm rural to help them plant crops. You know, they'll tell you all these all these people. You you talk to them and they'll say, "Hey, you know, I my my parents came over here and, and Ellis Island and and they didn't have nothing. Yeah, but they got free land. They got the grant from the government. Yeah, they got the government help. You know, they got seed from the government. You know, they were helping them, but were they helping the poor blacks? Oh, hell no. They didn't give them shit because they wanted them to be perpetual slaves. You know, that's what they did. That's why they didn't want to educate them. That's why they created the Jim Crow system. That's why when you turn around and somebody that nothing makes me more angry than somebody telling me that they did everything on their own said they didn't do shit on their own everyone had wind at their back or winning them in their face you know what i'm saying yep. if you have wind at your back that means you get to go for you go further if you have wind in your face that means it slows you down now who do you think i'm talking about when i say wind in their face <laughs> Give me a clue, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about the black people. <laughs> if you're t- you ever been in a windstorm and have the wind in your face and you're trying to walk, <laughs> shit, <laughs> and it's pushing you backwards, well, that's yep. what they do. Oh. Now, if you have the wind at your back, you're moving pretty fast, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, you okay, there you go. You either have the wind at your back or wind in your face. And I guarantee you they had the wind at their face. 
Okay. Well, anyway, Kenny, I've, uh, we've beat this fucking podcast to death, (laughs) but we talked about some very important issues. We got into some shit today, but, uh, and we can always do more, but I hope people will learn a little bit, understand that, uh, the working man ain't trying to fuck you when he wants to get a decent wage. Understand that the rich man is not a genius. Understand that the rich man, for some reason, in some instances, I might add, may be the cause of evil. May be the cause of being inconsiderate. You know, because once you get on that pedestal, you believe it's easy. You'll, have you ever heard somebody say, well, it was easy for me? Huh? Yep, you you ever heard that statement? Oh, it was easy for me. Why can't you do what I did? Well, they, they don't make all grants equal. That's right. <laughs> and they don't give it to everybody, you know? Yep. So when you say that, why can't I? Well, I can certainly say why, you know? Mm-hmm. I've had people uh, talk about, you know, I don't understand why somebody's homeless, you know? We went in that rant last week, but we're going to have to do it again. But, uh, yeah. but they said, uh, you know, what, what I can understand why somebody, who wants, they must want to be homeless. I don't think anybody wants to sit out in the street, especially where I live, 115 degrees. I don't think you want to be sitting on the street in 115 degrees. You know, I don't think yeah. it's good for your health, you know, unless you're sitting in the air conditioner. But if you're sitting on the street looking for something to eat, nah, that ain't something I would want to do. You get if if you want to do that, then you need the psychologist. Well, okay, Kenny, that's going to be the end of that. And what I'm going to say is we're going to be out of here, and hopefully we'll get another podcast up and on the. Um, if you condone this shit, you'll own this shit on uh, spotify so our first episode is already up there and we'll be trying to get one out at least once a week so yeah you loyal listeners tune in and as i said if you don't like what i say hate listen if you like what i say then listen for enjoyment but i guarantee you you'll learn a little scallywag out Oh, and by the way, all you people that want to sit here and, uh, Hold a pencil to me. Everything I say is the scallywag's opinion. And I can give you the facts, but it's all opinion. So, scallywag out.